On this episode of Call to Marriage, I talk with Sarah from A Military Wife's Life about the stigmas around being a new military spouse, specifically a younger military spouse, what she does to combat those stigmas, as well as what she's doing to provide positive educational resources for new spouses as well. So stick around. You're not going to want to miss this one. Hi there. Welcome to Call to Marriage, a show about navigating life as a military spouse. I'm your host, Callie, a newcomer on the scene of what is the military spouse life. The military community is a tight-knit, but sometimes tight-lipped one. I hope to pull back the curtain on life as a military spouse to answer the questions that I wish someone would have answered for me, talk about my experiences I've gone through, or talk about the ones that I'm going through right now. I'm always learning new things about this crazy new life and invite you on this journey with me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Call to Marriage. We are in this series still called Depend a Who, which is about redefining what it means to be a good spouse, what a good spouse looks like, and all of those titles associated with being a dependent. And so today on Call to Marriage, I have Sarah with me. And Sarah, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, that'd be fantastic. Absolutely. So I am Sarah Curtis. Um, I am the creator of the blog Military Wife's Life. Um, and I am an Air Force wife. We've been married for two and a half years now. Um, and I'm a mom to a cute little eight month old baby boy. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much me. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a Sarah on today because I think we, through our own means of uh, platforms that we've chosen, we have very similar passions in that we're both really passionate about educating spouses, new spouses, helping make this roller coaster of a life a little easier, making that transition easier. And so to just kick it off, I'd like to know what your favorite memory of being a military spouse has been so far. That's such a good question. Um, probably getting to experience like when he commissioned because he started in ROTC um so to like watch him like achieve that goal like all throughout college was like ROTC like eventually the end goal is to commission Mm -hmm. and it was right in the middle of COVID so it was like like pretty much almost nobody could come and it was very like not what we were expecting but like that to watch him just like achieve his goals of like you know making the like job that he wanted and like finishing like graduating different parts of training and whatever like to be able to watch him succeed and to love what he's doing just makes it like all that much better for me as a spouse just to know that like this is what you want to do this is you know I'm there to support you I'm there to love you so I think that's just been probably my favorite like overall memory is just like to know I don't know, just like to know that he's like doing what he wants. And so it just makes me feel better. Yeah, definitely. I think as spouses, we get to be the biggest cheerleaders and the biggest supporters. And it's cool to see them doing different things and achieving certain things. I know I felt that when um, my husband graduated flight school and just seeing him get his aircraft and being in the background and cheering and getting so amped up for him achieving something he really wanted to achieve. And yeah, hundred percent. It's a great, a great feeling. Yeah. It's it's cool to just to know that like you're, I mean, like you, you, they come home and like, you see everything that they do in the background, whether it's like studying or like, you know, talking through the things with you. And so to just like see them 
go through and finish everything. It's just, it's very gratifying as like a supporter. Yeah. hundred so. percent. So you have your blog and that's my wife's life and you share your experiences. You talk about, you know, being a military spouse, but that looks like, you know, from a new military spouse perspective. And you've recently, you know, you created some resources for military spouses that are very informative. And so what inspired you to start the blog, first of all, and, and why did you feel this passion to help new spouses? So initially it was to start. So right when he commissioned, again, it was like during COVID. And so we pretty much had like zero help mm-hmm. um, with our first move, with like our first base. Like it was just kind of a mess all around. And that could have just been from COVID, but I was like, I do not want anybody else to have this experience because like when we were like, before everything happened, we were so excited. It was like, it's going to be a new adventure. It's going to be exciting. You know, like sure there will be bumps, but like, you know, ultimately we're going to a beautiful place. Like they put us in Florida. And so it was like, once we finally made it, it was like, wow, this kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like we have no support, like everything's shut down. And so, I mean, I do have a unique situation because of COVID, but still like, I just didn't want anybody else to feel that way because like, now being in it for a while, I've realized like so many resources, like just how great the people are in general. And so that was really why I started. It was just so that other new military spouses could like have help navigating things like TRICARE and like getting an ID card, like the things that like, you know, you would have to go and research on your own if somebody didn't just like come and help you, like tell you what to do. And so that's like, that's why I started it. And I just, yeah, just to be able to like help others who are in my same situation, really. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but I felt like at least when I was becoming a a new spouse and and I'm still, you know, consider myself a new spouse, but trying to find information and and Googling information, one, it takes you down rabbit holes of just so much overwhelming information. And two, sometimes it's hard to find information that is informative and also, encouraging and supportive and positive for you. I think a lot of times when I get resources sent to me or things sent to me, either the language is really hard to understand. It's very heavily, uh, you know, the vocabulary is very military heavy, which if you're not in the military, you're not going to really understand it. It's hard to understand. Yeah. It's hard to understand. Or it's, it's written from the perspective of, um, someone who is just angry at their situation or, you know, frustrated at their situation, or it's told you from the perspective of someone who had a very bad experience and you feel that negative energy in the resource. And so I love what you're doing from a blog perspective and that they're informative. It's positive. You offer, you know, like the date night, you know, blog posts, you offer unique, you know, options for, especially if you're deployed and all these things. And so I really appreciate that it comes together in a positive way. And I think we both are trying to achieve something that's positive and informative. And that is unifying brings people, brings that new spouse community together. Absolutely. To know. Yeah. Because I mean, there are so many resources where it's just like, you know, you have to click on like five links just to understand what all the acronyms mean. And then like, after that point, it's like, okay, so like, how do I go get an ID Mm -hmm. card? Like you told me like what you're, what I can do with it. I don't know. So just putting everything together and then also putting together the positive feeling of like, this is like, this can be so easy. This can be so fun. And like, you know, it's okay to enjoy it. And yeah, to have like a real military spouse behind writing 
all of that, I think just at least for me, just makes it feel like, like, oh yeah, she gets it. So she knows exactly what she's talking about kind of thing. So it's, it's unifying. You can relate to it better. If if you know, it's someone who's going through it. I know some resources are very like, you know, this is for seasoned spouses. This is for seasoned spouses. If you're a seasoned spouse going through, but there's this community of new spouses who we have no clue what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's very overwhelming. And so it's, it's good to have people. And I'm glad that I've been able, you know, to bring you on and introduce my listeners to you because it's, it's good to have resources in your pocket for different things that you need. I think a lot of times, you know, talking about this being a depend who series, there's this idea that, you know, if, if I'm a successful person, I don't want you to succeed because it'll impede me. But in reality, like you're, (laughs) you're a great resource. Heck yeah. I'm going to tell people about you. You know, it's military spouses do this really cool thing of where we all understand that we all are in the same boat and we're going to support each other and share each other and like uplift each other and you know, say, Hey, I do this, but so-and-so does this really well. You should really talk to so-and-so or, Hey, so-and-so has an awesome business that does what you're looking for. Go to so-and-so. And it's cool to see this community just be so uplifting and, and having resources like you coming into the mix where it's just, we now have this collective group of just awesome new military style sources. Absolutely. And I was just going to say the same thing about you just to have like, especially just having something to listen to, like props to you for doing this because I am just not, I can't sit and just talk for forever. I'm way better (laughs) at just typing things out, but to be able to like sit and listen to it while you're like driving or doing dishes or whatever, just like, what a great, I don't know, like just right back at you. Like what a great way to encourage and support and like educate at the same time. Yeah. A hundred percent educate. I think that's just it's the end goal. And so, you know, we are talking about in in this series about stigmas and stereotypes that I think military spouses face because they are in this community that's sort of not ostracized, but they're, you know, looked, it's like outside looking in, you don't get the full story. And so, you know, as someone who is a younger military spouse, you know, you have the kid, you do all these things. What is a stigma that you feel is so inaccurate just based on your experience as a spouse? probably that spouses do nothing (laughs) like even I mean regardless of military or not like spouses do a lot just in just regardless of if you have kids or not just to be a support but specifically in the military there are so many unique things that you experience that like sure like other people might you know have to move a couple times for a job but it's also along with like the possibility of deployment and like they could like be gone for a week where it's like okay bye see you later and I don't know like I don't know when you're gonna come back (laughs) kind of Mm -hmm. a thing especially with your husband being a pilot I'm sure you feel that and so like it's a lot of unknowns and just like so much trust and so much I think there has to be so much strength in your partnership but yeah, like, I think, I mean, I, I came into this world not knowing anything about the military. Like, mm-hmm. I had an uncle in the army, but that was really about it. And like, that was, the military was not a world I was familiar with. And so when I, like, jumped into this, like, not just the military world, but being a spouse, it, I remember, like, the first comment I got that was negative on my Instagram, where it was like, imagine, like, 
leaning on your spouse's profession to define your identity. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like, I am my own person. And so I think that's just something that some people don't realize is that like, you know, a, a lot of people just because it's habit tend to introduce themselves as like, hi, I'm like, I'm Sarah, I'm Chase's wife and he's in the Air Force. So, like, yeah. but you always start with your own name. You know, you always have your own identity. And so I think that's something that some people just don't, if you're not part of the world, it is kind of hard to understand. It's like, we, we are, there are so many spouses that like, like, especially with you, I see you going in like creating podcasts and being a resource and like that, you know, I'm sure your, your spouse supports you, but that is you. Like, that's not because like your spouse is like, oh, let me do all this work for you. And then you can like put your name on it, you know, like yeah. we, spouses do things. And so it's just, I think that's probably the biggest stigma I've seen is like, that you just sit around and wait for them to come home and cry while they're on the point, which I mean, is totally fair to do, yeah. but like just sit around and mope and feel bad for yourself and hate the world. Like that is not in my experience, especially that is not at all what being military spouse looks like. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that you bring up the comment about it being like your identity. I recently had a comment as well, just being like, you know, you, you have to be more than just like a male spouse, like a male spouse can't be your whole identity. Like, why do you call yourself a male spouse? And I would like, my answer to that was one, I am a male spouse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm married. <it's> <laughs> that is part of who I am. I was like, it's part of who I am. And I, my answer though was, I don't say I'm a male spouse as it being the sole marker of my identity. My identity yeah. is made up of many bits and pieces that define me. You know, I am a, a career person. I have, you know, I, I've a successful career. I'm really invested in it. I do these things. I'm a podcaster and a military mm-hmm. spouse, a male spouse is just a small, small piece of who I am. Do I say I'm a male mm-hmm. spouse? Yes. Is it my only identity that I lean on? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Yeah. It, identity yeah, is made even up of like, so many things. Yeah. And even just talking to other spouses that like, or just like girlfriends where like, mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, like, um, does everybody just see you as just like a military spouse? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm can guarantee you my son doesn't even know what that means. Like mm-hmm. to him, I'm his mom, like to my sister, I'm her sister to like, I don't just like, you know, there's yeah. so many different parts of us being a military spouse is one, you know, very important aspect of like who we are, but it's, I know, like, I also like to bake and cook and draw and like, <laughs> there's just, yeah, I think that's just one of the hardest things I think is that people are assume you just do nothing, which is ridiculous. Yeah. I think, I think people, because we are so proud and passionate about our service members, I think that passion can get misconstrued as like what, what we cling to is who we are. And I think, you know, what you're passionate about helps define you and shape you. Yes. But also it doesn't make up your whole being like, I have friends who are, who are super, super passionate about, um, like helping other, you know, being volunteer and being philanthropic, but that's as part of who they are. They do other things. Or I have a friend who's super, super passionate about fashion and styling, but she does a ton of other things as well. And so, you know, just because I'm passionate about it and I'm outspoken about it, it doesn't make it my, my sole identity. 
Yeah. Yeah. And just because like, just because if you were to like open a baking shop, it would be like, Oh, you're the baker. It's like, Oh, and she's also a mom. And she's also like, you know, the chauffeur for all her kids. And like, Mm -hmm. she's the one who makes all the dinners or whatever. Like, you know, you you have, it's pretty much impossible to just have one title anyways. So, yeah. So I love asking this final question to everyone that I, I bring on the show. And that is, if you could go back to the day that you became a spouse, like, Younger you is about to walk down the aisle, future you jumps in and pulls you to the side. What piece of advice would you give to the younger, more naive version of you about being a spouse, being a military spouse? Yeah, I think living in the moment. I think I had a really hard time with like trying to look forward to the next thing. Like, oh, if we can just get through the rest of this semester so we can move. And then it was like, well, if we can just get through this next training so that we could be together. But there were so many special and awesome moments that I kind of glossed over, like when we bought our first house. But I was like, okay, like, yeah, like I get that. Like, I want to like, you know, go on to the next thing. And I was like, so many, I think so many moments where I just kind of like, was like, yeah, this is great. But like, what's coming next? And Mm. so I think just enjoying being where you're at even if it is a sucky situation even if your spouse is deployed or like you know especially with the situation in Afghanistan where it's like you don't know what's going to go on like I think being like sitting down and being grateful for what you have right in this moment like my son is healthy and happy and my husband is here and I don't just to be grateful for what you have in the moment, even if it sometimes it's hard to find the things you're grateful for, to just to live in the moment and to not always like only focus on the future. Yeah. No, I think that's a fantastic, a fantastic piece of advice. And Sarah, I'm so happy that you are able to be on the show today. And I would just love for you to tell our listeners, especially since you are such an awesome resource, where they can find you, where they can um, follow you, all that information. Yeah. So my, probably my main thing I do is my Instagram page, which is just at a military wife's life. Um, and then I've also got my blog. Um, and like, I've got like a Pinterest that doesn't ever get used, but, um, basically my whole purpose is just, yeah, like to help the new military spouse navigate military life. And so like, we go over things like TRICARE, like strengthening your relationship with your service member and I'm just like things that people may not have like questions about but then when you read it it's like man this is so cool and like I really want to I really want to know more about this at least that's my hope that's my goal and so um yeah that's where I'm at so come say hi And I'll have all of Sarah's links in her, her guest post on the Instagram at call to marriage. So keep an eye out for that if you want to connect with her. Um, but thank you all so much for listening. I'm so grateful for this community, this call to marriage community. You guys are awesome. As a reminder, you are more than just a spouse, more than just a husband or a wife. You are a person with unique goals and passions and purposes. And I just want you to remember that if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please do not forget to rate and leave us a review and make sure you subscribe subscribe, follow us on Instagram at call to marriage or TikTok at call to marriage and email us with any questions you might have about military life at ask.ctmpodcast at gmail.com. And I will talk to you all again very soon. Bye.